You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you guys about our heart, the heartbeat behind Living Faith Church, of what are we about So we're going to go into that today. Say amen. Father God, tonight speak to us loud and clear. Pour out your spirit, Father God. And Lord, I pray that you would anoint this word as it's about your heart for this church. We're not every other churches. But God, you have appointed us for such a time as this. So Lord, we thank you in advance. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you so much. Well, you know, so like I said, it's interesting going to different people's houses. And I like going to people's houses. Don't get me wrong. I like going to people's houses. Because I'm like, what's your bathroom look like? I'm very judgy on bathrooms. Okay? No joke. Everywhere I go, not everywhere, I try my best to bring uh, wet wipes. Okay? So if you ever see me with a bag or a backpack, I have wet wipes in there. Because I, I, and here's the thing, people go to restaurants to judge the food. I go to judge the bathrooms, okay? Because here's the thing, I read an article that said, you will know a five-star restaurant, not by the food, not by the service, but by the restroom. I'm like, how is that? And because it's how clean the restaurant, they actually don't judge, they'll serve, they look at the food, the service, but they go around looking at how much dirt, how, how clean is the restroom? Because if the restroom is clean, then so is their whole restaurant. So I said, oh, I'm gonna start judging the restrooms from now on. So whenever I go to someone's house, I go to the restroom. Okay, what's the restroom look like? What like Colgate do they use? You know, yeah, I'm not gonna snoop your stuff, not openly, but you know, <laughs> I judge the restroom and how it looks, how does it smell, you know, whatever else. And so for me, I was a very peculiar. I was like, make sure the restroom has the candle on and you know, the full of towels and all stuff. We have different cultures, okay? Sorry, I know it's weird. So here at Living Faith Church, here's our heart, right? When we hear the word church. Some people get a little turned off by it. They church? That's a religious institution. No, church? They feel judged. Ew, church? They feel like whatever. But let me tell you this. Living Faith Church, I pray, will be a church that people will hear Living Faith Church. Oh, that place is dope. Or, you know, that place is lit. Or whatever whatever they say. But I pray that that's, this is the kind of church people get excited for. Does that make sense? Not saying, oh, i got to go to church, I'm going to feel so bad about myself. I'm going to go in there and feel so guilty. No, this is the church I want us to be, a church of champion people, to live the best life, that God is on your side. Now, other churches do preach that stuff, but they'll preach it mixed in with, y'all better turn from your wicked ways or you're going to hell, turn or burn. <laughs> Not I. I believe that God is forever loving and, and his love endures forever, his mercy endures forever. So we have a set culture here that I believe is the three B's. See, other churches says, before you become a member of our church, you have to believe, I'm not going to lie, I used to believe this differently before. Before people become members of the church or become leaders of the church, they must believe everything that we believe. Yeah, you've heard that before. 
you must behave a certain way before you belong here. I'm going to twist things around in this, in this church world and say, no, the very first thing is before you believe, before you behave, before you become, we're going to focus on you belonging. So my vision is, they say in other churches, oh, you have to believe what we believe and behave a certain way before we plug you into our church. Someone walks into our doors here and someone says, oh, I, I believe in Buddha. Great, let's get you plugged into a connect group. Oh, I believe in this, I believe in that. Great, let's get you plugged into a connect group. Hey, that's great, let's come and party with my house. Does that make sense? So our first thing here, is the three B's I'm going to go over tonight, is of our heart, is the first word's called belong. Say belong. belong. See, I believe that this church is a place where people find belonging. My friends, San Diego, about two people a day commit suicide here in San Diego. In San Diego alone, two people a day commit suicide here in San Diego County. Now keep in mind, those people who actually do it. There's so many other people who don't do it and who still struggle with it. I'm not going to lie. I've been there. And here's the thing. The reason why people have the suicide mindset and the thoughts because they feel hopeless and they feel isolated. I have no hope. There is nothing for me. And I'm all alone. No one cares. That's what they're saying to themselves. And here's the thing. Hope is found in Jesus. And we get connected to each other. That's the reason why I'm so big on the party. I'm so big on connecting with each other. If we can get Sanio connected, we can heal a lot of mental illnesses. Seriously, it's a matter of, they say a child has not been touched or been attended to, will grow up all kinds of psychological issues. So I believe we can combat a lot of issues in people's worlds if we just get connected even more. You know what's funny is that when you're going through hell and high water, the number one place that you that the devil connects gets you with is isolation. When you go through so much in your own life and you hate life and life sucks, you immediately want to say, I want to be alone. I don't want to deal with nobody. But can I tell you this? That that's the place where the enemy will get to begin to talk to your mind. See, the devil, I believe this is the devil, the devil cannot touch you. The devil cannot do anything but mess with your noggin, your mind. He can mess, that's the only place he can mess with. He can't touch you, he can't do nothing else. He can only mess with your mind. And he messes with your mind when you're all alone in isolation. So keep in mind that isolation is the plan of the enemy. To get you isolated. God, uh, God of the universe is God, okay, first off. But he looked at Adam and created Adam. God and Adam were so connected. God, Adam and God saw each other face to face. Adam can smell his breath. Right? They were so connected. But even though they were so connected, God was saying, hmm, the plants are good, the trees are good, the sky is good, the universe, the sun, the moon, all that is good. The one thing says, but it is not good for man to be alone. But yet God knew he wasn't alone. He had God. So people say, oh, I just see me and God, just me and God, just me and God, it's going to be me and God. Even God knew Adam wasn't just me and God. He says it's not good for man to be alone. When Jesus would send the people out to go minister, it was two by two. And say that you need other people. We are creatures who need intimacy. And so my friends, here's the thing. We need to have a culture of belonging. So it doesn't matter what people come in here looking like, faking right, whatever. Even for me, smelling whatever they smell like, you know. For me, I'm very sensitive to smell. <laughs> but, 
So, so have your little axe body spray if you can. So that'd be great for me. But anyways, but I'll still love you and accept you. So here's the thing. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am a gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friends, the church has put upon people that God's yoke is hard. Oh, if I could become a Christian, oh, have you guys heard this before? Oh, be a Christian is hard. Be a Christian is hard. My friends, that's not what the scripture is saying here. Jesus is saying, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come to me, it's easy, it's just rest in me. But see, what causes Christianity to be so hard is the pressure we put on each other. Oh, you've been doing this, you've been smoking that, you've been cursing this, and we put this pressure on each other, saying you have to live a certain way before you can belong. No, Jesus is saying, come to me, I don't care about your mess. I'll mess you up even more. No. I'll, I'll, I'll clean you up. <laughs> he didn't say that, no, he did not say that. <laughs> But let me tell you this. Jesus says, I don't care about your mess. You know who cares about your mess? Other people. Other people care about your mess. So I'm preaching this because I'm saying this. Is This aspect is, right now we're such a small little group, but eventually we're going to put out mass marketing out there. And we're gonna, I don't know who's going to show up. But whoever shows up, we're going to love them and say, look, you belong here. Does that make sense? You don't belong here before you believe. We care that you belong first. Whether you believe us or you don't believe in us or believe in our stuff, we don't care. You just belong. And the moment you people belong, then they say, all right, these people are legit. I have a person who, uh, <laughs> who went with us at one of our parties and says, all these people from your church? I'm like, yeah, but that person smokes vape. That person drinks. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're chill. It's like, I need to go to your church. I'm like, yeah, you do, fool. <laughs> okay. So keep in mind that here's the thing. We want to create a culture and a life that when people look at us, they say, wait, you have freedom in Christ, but yet you're just living your life? Now, before people say, oh, but Stephen, aren't you supposed to preach sin and preach repentance? Repentance is this. is the word metanoia. That's what repentance. Repentance says changing one's mind so me telling you guys today to be more accepting and loving to everybody around you and have people belong may be changing some of your minds because maybe some of us here tonight are like i kind of like people but not really well i'm hoping to change your mind to be like bro love everybody <laughs> because you ain't you know you kind of messed up yourself John 3, 17. Everyone knows John 3, 16. But here's John 3, 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Let me read that one more time. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. My friends, if Jesus himself mission was not to condemn the world, what makes you bigger and holier than Jesus? Jesus is a guy who hung out with all the sinners. He hung out with them. He was friends with them. And how many times did Jesus say, don't you not believe? Do you not believe? Do you not believe? He would tell all his homies, do you not believe? He was hanging out with them, and his homies still didn't believe. But Jesus still hung out with them. 
in spite of the lack of belief. My friends, here's the thing. You are here tonight, and whether or not you say, oh, you believe in the love of God, or you believe in it, you don't, you do, you don't, I don't care. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. Let's grab food. I love food. I will never deny food. If ever you tell me, Stephen, I want to meet with you, you say, I want to meet with you, I'll say, let me check my calendar. I'm going to grab lunch with you. Let's go right now. Okay? So if ever you want to hang out with me, I'm a busy man. But if you say, let's grab a bite, <laughs> let's go right now. Let's go. Okay? So keep that in mind. That's the secret to my heart is through food. So anyways, and I'll pay for it. Belong. Say belong. belong. We need to create a culture of belonging. And that's what Living Faith Church is about. The second one is believe. We do want people to believe that life is great, that God has so much good for them, that life is all about this church challenging, but God has the best for them in store, the best is yet to come. We want them to believe that. Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Belief. It is not from yourself. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Listen to this. It is not by your works. I don't care what you do. It doesn't matter what you do or how many times you do it or what you're doing now or whatever else. What matters is faith. If you say, well, I'm not the most holiest person, I'm going to say, bro, me either. Okay? <laughs> I'm not the most holiest person either. But it's not by our works, but it's by grace through faith. But Stephen, isn't it, are we supposed to please God? Isn't God so hurt every time we sin? Isn't God so heartbroken every time? Listen to this. You want to please God? Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, but without faith, belief, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. How many of you guys know that we, at one point we were looking for Osama bin Laden? And whoever found Osama Bin Laden got a million bucks by the government. Here's the funny thing. Is that you find Osama Bin Laden, you get a million bucks. God is saying, look, find me and I'll reward you. It says it right there in the scripture. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I want my reward, bro. I'm here. Give it to me. So my friends, how do we please God? It is impossible to please God without faith. And that is how you please God. Not by your works. Not by how many times you say, holy, holy, holy. Not by how you dress. It's all by faith. Say faith. faith. And that is the whole aspect of believing. Is that yes, we hope you believe in God. We hope you believe that the best is yet to come. And we know that for a fact that it is through faith that we please God. Not by our works. Because our works mean nothing, by the way. So I don't care how good you are. If you say... You know what? I want to be a good person. I want to stop doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to say, good for you. Don't you come on me on that. <laughs> okay? Okay? So you can go ahead and do whatever. But here's the thing. Everyone has their own convictions, right? Let me say this right now. I don't drink. Not because I, I don't drink. But I spent hundreds of dollars buying alcohol for 4th of July. Okay? I don't smoke. I don't do those things. But it doesn't mean I'm against it. It's just for me. I just don't like it. Okay? So, listen. But I don't judge you outwardly. So, my friends, understand this. Just because, man, if you come to me and say, Steve, I really want to stop doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to say, dude, good for you. I'll just pray for you. That God will give you strength because that's your conviction. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, we're church first and best church. So you got to be a sinner. You got to get the big, dude, catch up, man. Sit with me. You know, no, no. You're not going to ever hear me say that. 
Someone asked me, Stephen, can I do what you guys do? I was like, dude, that's no. Just, just do you. Does that make sense? So we're not going to keep in mind this. Yes, we're church fortunate bystanders, but we don't glorify sin. We glorify Jesus. Does that make sense? We don't glorify sin. We glorify Jesus. But we understand that all of us are all wretched. We're all screwed up. So, anyways. Genesis 15, 6. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. You want to achieve righteousness and holiness? You do it like Abram. Believe the Lord. That's all you got to do, my friends. Believe. And if you believe... That God says, you're righteous, you're holy, you're accepted. That's all it is. You don't have to act a certain way. And that's the message behind Living Faith Church, is that you belong here. No matter what, you belong here. And then, your belief, now if your belief comes in a year, 20 years, 3 years, 4 years, 25 years, God bless you, you still belong. Make sense? That's the first aspect. And then we say, you got to believe. We'll, we'll pray for you to believe. And the last one, the last B, is you become. You see, Living Faith Church's mission is three Ps. Finding your purpose, live in power, and live at your God-given potential. And we want you to live at your God-given potential. Become, Ephesians 2.10. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. My friends, can I give you guys a newsflash? You were not created for you. You were not created for you. You're created for humanity. Make sense? You're created for beyond you. If you are feeling so depressed, you're feeling like life sucks, the question is, is who are you serving? If you're serving nobody but yourself, then that's why life sucks. Because you weren't created for you. But I got to take care of me. I got to take care of numero uno. I got to take care of myself. That is not what you're created for. You are created for another person. That's the reason why I get plugged into a homeless ministry. Go to be part of a connect group and say, who could I serve? Go and serve, volunteer somewhere else. You know, they, 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 they say a person who's so depressed, not in church, the church, science says this, person who's so depressed, get them volunteering, their depression somehow leaves. Because they lose their focus on themselves. And those who know hypnosis, Paul, those who know hypnosis knows that when you focus on something, everything else begins to fade away. So when you focus on volunteering beyond yourself, then you get to begin to lose sight of your own problems. Now that's not church, that's, that's just science. What you focus on is what you focus on. Your, your whole body, your physiology, everything about you because of focus on that problem, that issue. It doesn't go away. The more you focus, it doesn't mean... It. Now, if you go and serve someone else, you sure work on your issues, but you serve someone else and you focus on other people, you'll find yourself getting a lot more happier in life because it's not about you. Matthew 2, 26-28. Yet it be it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be a, a first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. 
We are called Christians because it's Christ in. Christ in, it's in Christ, it's one as Christ. And so if we're to be one as Christ, let me tell you this right now. He served. He didn't come here. If you want to be first, you got to be last. You want to be great, you got to be a servant of all. Makes sense is that when you serve, get this, right now in this world, people who are self-centered and self-serving are homeless. But Stephen, I'm not homeless and I'm pretty self-serving. Keep being self-serving. Now, wait, time out. We have people here who work in a hospital. They're getting paid for it, sure, but they're serving someone. Keep in mind this, people who have a business, what problems are you solving? If all you have is a business that is just self-serving, and you're focusing on yourself, your business won't flourish. Uh, I heard a mentor says, you wanna get rich, solve problems. Find a problem and solve it. My friends, if we will serve other people, we'll find purpose and meaning behind our service. Deuteronomy 8, 28. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that you may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, and is to this day. My friends, here it is. It is he who is he, God, gives you what? Power. Say power. Power to get what? Power to get wealth. I feel weak. Maybe you got to search him to give you power to get wealth. But here's the thing. The wealth is not just about you having wealth, but about you making an impact with your wealth. Does that make sense? I'm going to say this right now. The reason why we apologically do not apologize for tithes and offering because we know it's serving people in India, Philippines, the homeless. And it, when we serve others, it's the river that begins to flow. You know the Dead Sea is a Dead Sea because there's a river flowing into the Dead Sea. Everything living around it in it is dead. Okay, it's Dead Sea. It's a Dead Sea. It's so salty and dense because there's only a river flowing in but no river flowing out. The moment the river flowing out of the Dead Sea, it begins to have a, a water flowing in and a water flowing out. Then the Dead Sea becomes a living water. And what do you call living water? A current. And what do you call money? A currency. My friends, if you want to increase and have living water, living currency in your life, make sure there's not only a river flowing in, but also a river flowing out. And that is so vital in our finances. Finance is the most spiritual thing out there. My friends, here's the thing. John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you have it more abundantly. It is our vision that we would not live a life that's being stolen and, and, and tortured and ruined by the enemy. It's called polarity. Say polarities. Polarities is this. If there's an up, there's a down. If there's a if the left, there's a right. If there's a dark, there's a light. Polarities is that. It's opposite. And Jesus is saying here, look, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life. And life more abundantly. But the church today has ruined that for us. Saying, you come to church to come and live a perfect life. But can I be real with you? There's no one here that lives a perfect life. Who has a perfect life right now? If you have a perfect life, go fly around, okay? <laughs> no one does. We all have troubles. My friends, understand this. Life is tough. And we all have life 
that maybe the enemy has stolen our joy, stolen our peace. But Jesus says, I have come to give life and life more abundantly. As we're talking about our heart here at Living Faith Church, our mission is this. To lead you to discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. And that is our mission, our heart, is that we would love for everyone to live at their God-given potential. So tonight, as you're here, and you're exploring Living Faith Church, or you're saying, you know what, I, I, I want to be part of this, I want to support this, I want to be part, I want to, I want to partner with this, talk to us and say, yes, I want to be part of a non-judgmental, free-loving, Jesus-loving church that accepts me and my friends just as we are. There's no other church like that, guys. I've looked around, and it's tough to find it. This is a very open church. We have a friend here who actually is from L.A. said, I, I love how open-minded this church is. My friends, if this isn't for you, it's not for you. No worries. God bless you. But for those of you watching, keep in mind this, that we believe God loves you just as you are. He's not looking to, to manipulate you or change you. He goes, you know, bro, the way you are, I love you. It's all a matter of Jesus. Stand on your feet. If tonight you're here and you're saying, those of you watching the broadcast or those of you here tonight, you're saying, Stephen, I need Jesus. This unadulterated Jesus. This Jesus that's not about religion or rules or regulation. I just want Jesus in my life. If that's you, can you just wink at me? Nothing creepy. Okay? Just wink at me. Just wink at me. Amen. Amen. Everyone bow your heads, close your eyes. Everyone put your hands in your heart and pray this prayer with me. Every single person here, say, Dear Jesus, come into my life. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your righteousness. Thank you that tonight I claim that heaven is my home. God is my Father. And I am righteous by faith. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I receive you now in Jesus' name. Father God, tonight I pray that every person in this room who's here who pray that prayer for the very first time, that they may begin to experience you like no other. A fresh revelation of Jesus that's not religious, that's not about rules and regulations, but about Jesus. We thank you in advance for what you're doing. Bless this church. And for those of us who are really saying, Stephen, I want to be part of this for sure. But go and say, I want to be part. I want to volunteer. I want to launch this church with you. May they reach out to uh, our, our people in the back. And we thank you, Lord, in advance for what you're about to do. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to one 305 2303 Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.